It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for being with me this afternoon. Today, as this is, we're coming into those five days of August, which typically means here in North America and in Europe, People are on holidays, particularly in Europe. Everyone likes sort of like exit stage left for the month of August. So what I was looking at myself, I just came back from being in the mountains and I have in in the Canadian Rockies because that's where I'm from. And what I thought I would look at is what are some of the things that people do to maintain their relationship while they're away, while they're on holidays, and then... Again, I'm going to weigh in on some of the more interesting things of sex in the news. The first one being the blowjob, the grapefruit blowjob technique. Now, I was asked about this when, you know, if I could weigh in on it while I was away. And I did not because I actually didn't even check messages for the whole six days that I was away. Quite delicious. Um, I I wanted to be off radar, and I was. But here's the long and the short. This grapefruit uh, blowjob, and anyone who knows me knows that I don't use the term blowjob because, quite frankly, there is no blowing involved. This is an idea apparently from a woman by the name of Auntie Angel, and she apparently teaches classes, and this is her signature move. So (laughs) I initially typed in and I went, okay, sex with grapefruit. I mean, we have, how many times have we had, you know, male coming of age sex scenes with a pie, hello, or with something else? Or, I I mean, I've had guys tell me they've used all kinds of things, including half of a grapefruit. But this is not half a grapefruit. And so here is what she talked about. The best thing to do. And then I'm going to weigh in on whether or not I think it's going to work, okay? She tells you to go and get a grapefruit, and specifically a ruby red grapefruit because apparently it's juicier. You get it to room temperature. You do not microwave. You do not, you know, um, put it in, you know, you can warm it up to warm water, but you don't, you know, put it in boiling water. You don't put it into a microwave because what that does is that actually heats up the core, so it's going to make it, too hot in the middle, get it to room temperature, and then you roll it. And and the same way, if you ever use or do any cooking, you know that one of the ways to 
the juices in a lemon or an orange is to just roll it below your hand. So really what you're doing is you're breaking up part of the um, the little tissue area within the, the wedges of the grapefruit. Then what you do is you take your grapefruit that has room temperature and been rolled and you orient it so that the little navels, the little button ends are, you know, one end and the other. So you cut one end off, then you cut the other end off. And then you are, then you've got sort of like this grapefruit with two flat ends. Then what you are to do is do a hole the size of his penis, taking out the middle of the core, okay? So obviously this is something that you do prior and make sure that you are properly prepared because you don't want to be doing, well, you could if you want food tricks in the bedroom, but apparently this is something that the more important thing about this is the novelty surprise for him because you are also to blindfold him. And her comment was, you know, honey, can I blindfold you because I want to do, you know, something freakier tonight with you. So her comment is most men will immediately put the blindfold on. So make sure you get the hole the right size. If it's too large, you can always squeeze. And if it's too small, you can just, she said, you can just push the flesh back with your finger. Needless to say, this is a not safe for work <laughs> little video. Uh, then she says you take the warmed, uh, the room temperature grapefruit, and you so you literally put it on top of them like a donut on top of a stick. And then you are supposed to, and I have to tell you, she makes a tremendous amount of noise, which I know men like noise, but this was serious noise that she is making. So she said, you have to get them hard. So you do that. Then you put this, the grapefruit on top of it, and you are twisting. Okay? You are twisting, and your mouth is at the top. The only, okay, I can understand that this, you know, food in the bedroom is something that many people will do. I've heard of women saying that they discovered after the fact, now this was not a great move on this guy's part. She discovered a strawberry up inside of her that she did not realize was there. Well, <laughs> this is just on general hygiene, not good. I've also heard of people doing goofball things like putting potato salad inside of a woman and then trying to, you know, remove it during, you know, oral play. Well, all that did was give this woman just a raging vaginitis because, I mean, you're basically introducing food into an area that is warm and moist and mm, guess what happens? Yeah food ferments. Not a good move. Anyway, what I liked about this technique is how enthusiastic this woman was. I liked that she was clear and confident with her moves. Uh, she has an awareness of what the majority of men would like about this. However, a, a good percentage of men like to watch when this is being done. But she's saying, in her opinion, that this is basically him feeling like he is having sex while also, so penetrative vaginal sex as well as having oral sex. So I am going to ask some people to try this, and then I will let you know whether or not it actually worked. So that is going to be, you know, my commitment on this one. I'm going to have some, uh, as I call them, field researchers test this, okay? So that was my thing that I did not weigh in on while I was away. I uh, am weighing in right now. Now, the one thing I think she had a condom 
on a, what I call instructional product, on a dildo. That may or may not be something to do. Uh, but here's the thing. It depends on the man. He might have little abrasions from something in, you know, underwear. So the citrus might sting, you know. So you are going to have to be aware. You also don't want to get the citrus down into the urethra, into the os. That's the little hole at the end where, you know, um, semen and urine come out of. That area tends to be, and also depends on whether or not the man has been circumcised or not. If he hasn't been circumcised, probably this might be a little too intense for him because that tissue is much more highly vascularized, and there's mucosal tissue that lines the whole inside lining of the foreskin and the glands. The glands is also going to be more moist. However, I liked that, as I said, her enthusiasm. I liked that she, uh, there was no, she didn't hold back on what she was doing here. It was kind of like, okay, this is what I do. This is why I do it. And I think she could give women um, more confidence in doing some things. But again, I think it depends on you and your partner. She did also say you could also take off the um, uh, uh, blindfold. Again, up to you. But the important thing is make sure it's juicy, room temperature, right size for him, and then you have to be twisting that up and down while you're going up and down. And in her model, you are making a lot of noise. You may also want to coat him with a silicone or with a lube. Uh, just depends on you. Okay. Another thing I'm going to weigh in on and is the unfortunate situation of, and every time I look at sex in the news, I really, as I've said before, I really do try to look for the uplifting good stuff. Yet, you know, there's two, three of these almost every day that Christy Mack, the the porn star who had broken up with her boyfriend who who was a you know uh multiple martial arts guy by the name who go by went by the name of War Machine whose given name is actually um John Copenhaven I believe Copenhaver and he goes and you know they broke up 2 months before breaks into her house at 2 in the morning and savagely beats her now if you've ever seen Christy Mack's face she is Gorgeous. I saw her at the um, the adult. Uh, it wasn't the AVN, but it, uh, pardon me, XBiz, and she was on a panel talking about the business of you know running her own business as a porn star, how she takes care of her fans, and she's stunning. Well, he went after her face in a savage way, so her friends have stepped up to support her. The thing, you know, the end results of this are that he now is in jail. Again, he had been jailed, I believe, in 2010 for another assault charge. I don't know if it, for a woman or for a man. But he now has, he was arrested in Simi Valley here in Los Angeles, where he's from, apparently. And he is no longer part of his own, the company that created the War Machine uh, clothing line. But here's what I look at. There has to be a way for women to be aware that these men are going to be like this. Another young woman ended with her boyfriend who was a uh, training to be a, I believe it was a police officer, corrections officer, and they broke up two weeks ago. He arrives at her home, breaks in, shoots her, her mother. I, I mean, 
I do. I understand people going crazy when things end and they think this is the only thing. I know that people actually do go crazy. But there has to be a way that we can train young women to be more aware. Watch out for this behavior. Watch out for this behavior. Because if someone starts doing the isolating thing for you or telling you that there's always something wrong with you, run. Do not walk to the closest exit. And a friend of mine ended up having to literally move across the country because of this. When we come back, I'm going to talk about how you find love in your last days of the summer. Please stay with me and it will be uplifting. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central, Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, just before the break, I did talk about the sex in the news, the, the issues of we need to educate our young women and our young men more about how, if things do not work well in a relationship, how better to deal with it. Because the things that I'm seeing, um, and I, I see it across the board, it doesn't matter what age, we need to have a way of helping people to diffuse things. Okay. Now I'm going to go on to the fun stuff. How do you find love at the end of summer? Many times people are 
thinking about love and relationships only around Christmas holidays, Valentine's, you know, the end of college, the, you know, certain birthdays. And yet I think when we have the time to really be away from our day-to-day worlds, I think that's one of the most important times when we can actually focus on what we want to have in our lives. So while I was away, one of the things I looked at was what are the behaviors that will have you have great sex, great relationship? And let me tell you something. For most people, the great sex that they're having is about the emotional intimacy. Anybody can do something, you know, with body parts bumping together. That, that's not exactly a skill set. It's like fooling around. Again, not another highly rated skill set. What is the thing that most people want is the emotional connection. So, and I have spoken about this before. There is a thing in the universe, and it's called We Are Our Thoughts. I've spoken about this before. And as that, we are also the law of attraction. And the law of attraction, literally, if you want to read about it, I can recommend a book by um, Esther and Jerry Hicks. Uh, It's called Ask and It is Given. And literally, in this one chapter, it talks about within 17 seconds of thinking about something, you are bringing in, you are energizing your world around you. And with thinking about it for 68 seconds, you have already started pulling it in towards you. So if your focus is, while you're on holidays, that you want to have a connected time with your partner, that you want to have, you know, love, that you want to have the sex, whatever it may be, then I am going to make a suggestion. You focus on it. Now, you can call that sort of writing out notes. You can. There's certain energetic patterns that when you use them, they will work. If you ask some of the most successful people in the world, a good percentage of them have a meditation or a focused thought practice. Some, I mean, Deepak Chopra, he uh, meditates for two hours every morning. Uh, another gentleman that I have done, uh, he does voice coaching and vocal awareness, vocal leadership, um, Arthur Joseph Samuel, and really what he says is use, we need to use our voices more, which means we need to talk to people more. The thing about using the internet, okay, great, it's fast, it's speedy, but it's also, it's not you connecting with someone. It is not them hearing your voice. And your voice is truly one of your most remarkable tools. And the nuances of it, in the way you can speak to someone, please, people, do and practice speaking with people. Your connections will be more powerful. You will be more understood because you can say to someone, oh, I just don't get you, which means I just don't get what you just said. Um, Please tell me again. Or you can say, I just don't get you. Um, I, I don't know what you said. Or, I don't get you. I don't know what you said. Now, 
The last one is usually how people are going to read something that is sent in a text versus the smile in your voice that they would hear when you are actually speaking to them. So whether it's Skype, whether it's phone, there is a powerful way to create connection that people are losing out on big time. And another thing, when you were wanting to say what you want in a relationship or what you want going forward, write it down. And when I say write it, I don't mean type it on a page or type it into you know a pad. Write it. There is so much more power when you write something than if you type it. They did an experiment with stenographers, um, court court reporting stenographers, and they had some of them work in shorthand, and then they did another group who used like just a keyboard and typed. When they came back to get the recall, they asked both groups their recall. The recall for those who had written it out was like in the 90th percentile. For those who typed, it was miserable. It was like below 50%. It was astonishingly different. So if you want to remember something, a love note to someone, anything, write it down. And if this is truly your holiday time, use it. And use it in a way that works for you. I we went to see a movie yesterday, which actually I have to tell you is quite fun. Uh, what had the hundred foot journey? Uh, the movie with Helen Mirren about you know the two restaurants across the street from one another, and going to you know where we went to go see it, the Universal Sheraton. I think every single person in the universe has been poured into that park because there was absolutely no parking, nowhere, anywhere. And the people from out of state, from out of the country. And I was watching all of them, and they're going from one electronic activity to another electronic activity. And they weren't, they were just sort of like bustling around. And I'm thinking, they're really, to me, that is not necessarily what a holiday would be. A holiday would be having time to spend where you can get quiet. Now, I'm sure they may have that eventually, but the way that I was watching them bustle around, no. So my suggestion for people is be sure to give yourself time to think about what you want, what you want, what you think your partner might want, but use your time and make it quiet. So if it's a retreat that you want to have, and you know what? Your retreat to think about something can be half a day. I have a friend of mine who, when she was looking for creating her relationship, which she's in now, and she said, I was very clear on two things, how I wanted to feel when I was around him, and she said, how I wanted to feel when I wasn't around him. So, and she said, I started putting that out to the universe in about September, October, and she said, I met him in January, and this is, and I've known this woman now 15 years, 16 years. This is the best relationship I have ever seen her in. 
and this man treats her the way that she treats him. So she was clear about what it was she wanted to bring in and have happen. So if that's the case, take that time for yourself, even if it's, you know, and she would think about this when she would see other relationships. In the movie, um, The Hundred Foot Journey, if any of you have seen the movie Ratatouille, the Disney movie, with the little rat Remy who cooks, and the thing of, you know, anyone can cook, this is a similar, it's almost like Ratatouille in uh, a human form. But I'll tell you, there's, you know, Steven Spielberg is one of the producers on it, as is Oprah Winfrey. And she's not going to be putting anything out there unless it's a really good, feel-good movie. And it is. There's a little couple little twists in there that I wasn't expecting, which did make it um, even more enjoyable. But it was, it was very... It was a very satisfying movie and very well acted. So, again, that was you know a little retreat thing to do. Now, I'm going to be coming up to my second break. And one of the things I'm going to ask you to consider doing is to take a little quiz that I'm going to give you. And because these are going to be you know MP3s when you listen to them, you can stop them, answer the question. And the reason I did this is, and I'm going to talk about this um, after this next break as well, there's a show that I've been speaking about for the last few weeks that a colleague of mine, Dr. Pepper Schwartz, is part of. It's called Love at First Sight. And it's whether or not science, given the answers that you give in you know, your most honest answers, can science help you choose an ideal partner? And I think this really goes to, in many of the times when people are looking at their meeting online or their meeting, you know, through, you know, questionnaire with Match.com, JDate, whatever it may be, they may not be answering the questions honestly. They may say, this is what I would like to do. And one of the couples in Married at First Sight, they had the highest match rate period, you know, like of all of the three couples that were chosen and the three, the six people who were chosen to um, go through this social experiment. So what I'm going to do when we come back is I'm going to ask you to answer some of these questions because only when you're really honest with yourself can you be honest with someone else. And watching this show now for almost five weeks, I have seen sort of a similar pattern keep repeating with each of the three couples. Fascinating as an observation. Educational and entertaining, yes, but for me, more educational on how people choose. Please stay with me, and I will be back after this break with the quiz for you on how to have the love you want in your life. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is TogiNet 
Cutting Edge Radio. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. The just before the break, I said that I was going to have a quiz based on you know the ideas of uh, a show uh, called on FYI.tv. It's part of A and E uh, Network, and it's called Married at First Sight. But actually, what I also is I bring some of these questions that I ask people based on my seminar series that I do worldwide, and that I also included in my five books that are in 25, pardon me, 28 languages and, and 60 countries. So it's, you know, how my Great Lover Playbook is really what I call my couple's book. How to Give Her Absolute Pleasure is from the men's seminar. How to, how to Be a Great Lover is from the ladies' seminar. And I will often ask people these questions because sometimes people are thinking things that they think that someone might be thinking, but really what they're doing is I call it having psychic sex. So they really are thinking the person should read their mind. No, you must generally tell them. So here is, you know, here's the, one of the first questions I would ask for someone. Who do or what do you really love? Do you really love someone who is kind do you really love someone who has a passion? Do you really, you know, what are you attracted to? And I'm going to, remember we talked at the beginning of the show on making sure you, you choose well and making sure, you know, you, you are alert to things. Do not keep repeating the pattern of someone who lies, talked about law of attraction, or someone who makes you not feel good about yourself. Eh, 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 next on that. This is about what you are looking for. And again, going to, you know, listening to some couples, sometimes they will say they think that it's going to be someone who is uh, from a, you know, uh, a Christian family and they have a good, strong background in that area. Okay. Yet they may get that. And yet there's other things of the big thing that most people have a big issue is how do they say what the problem is or how do they address what is getting in the way but not have it be about the other person? How do they have the problem 
be the thing that gets addressed, not something the person is doing. And that's, that takes a pretty mature way of looking at people and looking at yourself. So here's the next question I would ask people. Have you read something recently about love? Have you read something that made your heart feel good? Because when your heart feels good, you show up differently, okay? You show up very differently. Have you ever watched someone, just as an example, in those makeover shows, and you see them beforehand, and you know, sometimes they do, you know, the producers do goofball things, but the majority of the times, the person is ready to do something, but they're not sure what to do, so they, these experts come in and give them a look that completely changes how the world sees them and how they see the world. Because we see our world based on how people react to us. I mean, that's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Like, hello, that's a no-brainer. Yet, when I see many people saying, well, I'm looking for love, and yet when they actually say they're looking for love, they really aren't. They're looking for what they don't love, what they don't like, or that's what they're focused on. They're not focused on what they love. So that's why I ask, what do you really like? What do you really love? If it's sports, if it's kindness, if it's how you see someone else treat someone. You know, there's uh, studies that have been done that show that when you observe someone doing something nice to someone, you get the same brain chemistry rush as the person who received the kindness, as does the person who gave the kindness. There's enough stuff online that makes us go like this, oh, yikes. Go to Huffington Post Good News or Huffington Post GPS for your soul, and you will see all kinds of nice articles. But when you read them, oh, they just, there's one where a little teeny tiny little chihuahua pup is going after a great big huge Black Great Dane. It's hilarious. And you know, this little puppy does not know. It's you know, one one hundredth of the weight of this dog, but it's having a great time running around. And it's only like, you know, eight weeks or ten weeks old or something. Just a tiny little chihuahua puppy. But you know, when I want to feel good, if I, my brain needs to have a boost of feeling good, I go online and I will do something like watch Jimmy Fallon, okay? Something that's going to make me laugh. And I will tell you, he has some of the most hilarious games. He's got one called Box of Lies. You will cry. You will be laughing so hard. And then what you can do, you know, you can watch that, giggle, laugh, and then go on with the rest of your day or go out and do a sales call or make a sales call. I will tell you, your voice, your whole energy will be vibrationally completely different. And that is one of the things I ask people to do. You know, where's your personal work? Are you reading things that make you feel good? Are you listening to CDs that make you feel good? Have you made a list of things? Are you clear about this? Because if you want to have the type of love and sex in your life, you, well, you can get on the bus and the bus can go anywhere, or you can actually choose the bus or the car or the route that you want to go, okay? 
You're the one who's in charge. So you have to do your own personal work. A book that I think might be of interest to people, given that we're all in these little suits that we call bodies, we're these spiritual entities having a body experience, a human experience, there's a book called Proof of Heaven. And it is referred to as a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife. And it's by Dr. Eben, E-B-E-N, Alexander. And what happened with Dr. Alexander is he had bacterial meningitis, impacted his brain, and impacted the cortex, or like that's like the rind, that's the outside of your brain. That's where all our thinking, memory, emotion, everything is. So he literally was brain dead for a week. And in that time, his experiences that he went through, and he didn't write about it before. Um, he didn't write about it knowing anything about near-death experiences. To the contrary, this was a neurosurgeon who poo-pooed and said when other people would talk about this, he dismissed it as it, it, you know they're having some type of you know other type of um, psychological impact. He basically dismissed it. He would you know be polite about it, but he completely dismissed it. So here he and the thing that was great is that. He could see because he was hooked up in ICU to all of this equipment. So he could see from all of the readings, he was brain dead. There wasn't anything functioning. And yet the soul of him was still very much there because we don't, our souls don't die. This is not the end. So, and the big, big thing that he kept stressing when he was going through this, and his son told him, don't read anything about near-death experiences until you write down every single thing that you can remember. And he said, you know, and I may have said this before, his comment was, words could not describe the feeling that he, that he had. And here's what he writes in the, the back of um, the book. Alexander's recovery is a medical miracle, but the real miracle of his story lies elsewhere. While his body lay in a coma, Alexander journeyed beyond this world and encountered an angelic being who guided him into the deepest realms of superphysical existence. There he met and spoke with the divine source of the universe itself. Alexander's story is not a fantasy. Before he underwent this journey, he could not re- reconcile his knowledge of neuroscience with any belief in heaven, God, or the soul. Today, Alexander is a doctor who believes that True health can be achieved only when we realize that God and the soul are real and that death is not the end of personal existence, but only a transition. This story would be remarkable no matter what happened, who it happened to, that it happened to Dr. Alexander makes it revolutionary. No scientist or person of faith will be able to ignore it. Reading it will change your life. And I will tell you, the biggest message that comes through from this is love. We are all here for love. That is the most important thing. That is the most crucial thing. And the source of where we all come from is unconditional love. And that's why we're here. It's a short, easy book to read. And he doesn't go into a lot of, you know, scientific things. But it also 
one of the big things that people say when they're leaving this planet is they wish that they had done things more the way they wanted. So when you're on your holidays or when you're thinking about what you want in your life, you have to be really clear. And, you know, I have to do this myself. I mean, I'm, I'm as much a student on where am I going in my life as anyone is. And if there's something I need to change, I'm, you know, it may not mean that it's easy, but we're not here to have things be done so easily. We're here to have life's lessons, and we're here to grow as a soul. And that is how I look at things. And if you don't grow now, you're going to have to grow the next time you come back, should you choose to do so. So what I ask people to do is, how are you taking care of your heart? Are you playing with animals? Are you playing with children? Are you focusing on Are you doing something you like to do? And you know what? Don't listen to this world telling you, particularly women, that you're being selfish. You have to take care of yourself. And that is one of the crazy makers for me. So if it means something that you have that lovely glass of wine or you have a bath at night and you're not interrupted, do it because you and you alone are your, you're the big conduit and you're the energizer for the rest of your life and for how you will have love in your life. I was speaking with some people on the things that they wanted to create in their lives and one of the bigger things that people always come back with, I want to be remembered as someone who loves and someone who loved. And that's the thing, you know, no one has on their tombstone, oh, they had X amount on the bank. No one has what they, you know, some other material thing. What they have is the love that they carried forward and that they gave. Please stare with me. I will be back and I'm going to be talking about things from love at first sight. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. As a member of the baby boomer generation, you want insights and ideas that factor into planning for, making choices about, and activating your new or mothball dreams. As a boomer, you can learn how to act on your visions by tuning into the Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you are inspired to follow your own path, Step into new directions and are excited about what you, as a recent or soon-to-be retiree, can do with your life. This is your show. Listen to the show that focuses on self-belief and possibilities for emerging seniors who look forward to life's third act with dread or amazing promise. Host Eric Tonigson and his guests share entertaining ideas and explore strategies to reignite your passions and shift your intentions into action. 
In his naturally curious and motivating ways, Eric explores personal values, shares wisdom, and encourages you to unlock and live your potential and purpose. Join Eric and his Awakening to Awareness show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Toginet Talk Radio Network. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. In this segment, I'm going to be talking about what I refer to now as my new guilty pleasure. And that is the show on FYI.tv. Dot com called Love at First Sight. And literally, this is the social science experiment using four experts, a Ph.D. sociologist, uh, Dr. Pepper Schwartz, a Ph.D. sexologist, Dr. Logan Lovecoff, um, a Ph.D. therapist whose name I'm draw- drawing a blank on at this moment, and a gentleman who is a faith-based um, uh, support person who is uh, who puts that together for Harvard University. Anyway, what they looked at is these are people who said they are looking for love, they were looking to get married, they did a huge battery of tests, and like literally very, very, um, what's his name, Colina, I believe is a gentleman who's a therapist. And what did is these people you know some of um, quizzes and some of these questionnaires took them five hours to answer so not they had a lot of material to try and match couples up one of the things this is now the fifth week or the sixth week and so I've watched them through the pairing how they were chosen I've watched them through you know and then they're being told that they've been selected that and here's what they did not get told at the very beginning. They were going to get the expertise of experts who would help them with finding an ideal partner through science. This is originally, if I'm not mistaken, a, a Belgian show, Belgian or Dutch show. And but what they did is they told them then once they said they would, 
you know, consider this, they're not going to know anything about their partner until they see them at the altar. Don't know their name, don't know what they look like, don't know what they do, don't know anything about them other than that this is exactly what they said they wanted. Okay? So we are now in week five of the show, and they've been married now 19 days, according to, and it, it, um, is on Tuesday nights is when it uh, the show airs. So I have watched the how they picked them and selected them. And honestly, they based on what these people said, these three couples on paper look like an unbelievable matchup. Now here's let's go to the next other part of this equation here. One of the reasons they started looking at can science help is when they looked at the divorce rate of arranged marriages in countries, particularly let's talk you know, in um, Indian culture, in other you know Middle Eastern cultures, arranged marriages are still, particularly in India, the norm, and very much so, and particularly if you have assets, they are families saying you know. We are going to, and this person is be a good match from this family. Their divorce rate is something like three to four percent, versus what we have as people who are choosing based on, you know, love or other, as I call them, uh, things that they haven't really told the truth about why they're choosing a partner. So I'm fascinated to see that these people have gone through so much inner review work. And then when they're presented with exactly what they said they wanted, there's kind of like this, in some cases, a pushback of, oh, my gosh, this is, um, will we be able to make this work? And I do feel that there's one couple that has the strongest chance of making it. And, of course, like in any show that, that you're watching, you want the people to win. And so I'm just going to give you a, you know, a couple of things here that, and the homework questions for this past week, I think would be something that people could also use in the quiz that I just gave you, some of the questions I just asked you. And if you want to take a fun quiz, you should go on my website, loopadget.com, www.loupaget.com. That is my old site. There's a new one that's being built right now. But there's an interactive quiz where I ask you questions and I then give you the answers in, you know, like it's so it's in, it's real time questions and it's interactive. So here's what the question, some of the questions were for these couples. One of the first ones was, and this was a couple who, you know, they, they haven't, you know, they haven't uh, been intimate yet. They haven't had sex yet. And it's like, what is the weirdest thing anyone's ever asked you to do in bed. And the reason that Logan Levkov had people start asking these questions, so what she did, she had a jar with all kinds of questions in it, and they just picked them out, that it's so that you can open up conversations that are just between the two of you. Because there are times when there is what I refer to as couple speak. You know, and there's that thing where 
you know couples are having a private conversation just by the way they look at one another, and there's more being said there than, you know, a whole chapter of a book because of a shared history, because of a shared reaction. And when many couples don't talk about their sex lives the way that they talk about how they might invest money or the way they talk about going to the grocery store or what they're going to eat for dinner that night. And to me, you know, and, and we all have things that, you know, we struggle with, oh, does this feel, you know, uncomfortable? Does this feel, oh, I don't know? But the big thing for these three couples, they all have an issue with trying to get to the trust part. They like one another. They're not in love. I mean, they've only known each other 19 days. They do like one another. And they have made, this is a bona fide marriage. This is not, you know, um, we're, you know, at the end of uh, five weeks, we can just go like this, poof, and, you know, on with our lives. I wanted to be part of a reality show. This truly is them looking at, in the end, do they want to stay married or do they want to get a divorce? So, you know, some of these couples have had rocky starts and then they've worked on, you know, Am I getting in the way of having someone being able to fall in love? They're all dealing with, it's sort of like they're all kind of moving forward down the river and being really honest and relying on and getting help from the experts when they're a little concerned. Some of them know that they are both trying, yet they're both being careful. In another instance, the one, you know, partner is saying, I don't know if there's going to be, we, we have a time constraint here, and I don't know if there's going to be enough time to let me in. Another, they're not sure if, you know, they're actually in the same place, even though they both said they flat out want to be married, want to start a family, want to have a more traditional relationship. He wants to be the man of the family. That's what she wants. He wants someone who has this kind of personality. She does. He wants. She wants someone who has this kind of a you know a value system. He does. They have a matchup. So again, when I say to you, when we're looking at things on paper, that's one thing. But what we have to really look at is that intimacy and the emotional connection, because that's where all of these couples are right now, and that's also where couples are when they're in the first part of their relationship. They may have said, oh, I'll choose this. But, you know, if these couples had met one another independently, I'll bet you they would have been attracted to one another, with the exception of one. But after, you know, is that thing for many women, after, you know, that person makes them feel good, and I have to tell you, this guy has body by frickin' God. Um, It's, like, remarkable. And yet... They are, there's still that thing of, I I, want to feel safe enough to be vulnerable enough. So for, you know, this, this coming week, I'd really ask you to look at, if you have holidays or even if you have a half day, if you have half Fridays off, focus on yourself and what you want to have in your love life and in your sex life. You can, you know, look at my books. They are, you know, how to be a great lover, how to give her absolute pleasure. 
send a, you know, send a Facebook to me, send, you know, an email to the office if you wish it to be private, office at loupadget.com. But I want people, this is my focus, is I want people to have the love, to have the passion, to have the connection that they want in their lives. And sometimes we don't get taught how to do that. When we don't, some of us don't have very good role models. One of the women in this show, horrendous, you know, terrible role modeling for what relationships should be like. And so struggling with not having that foundation. So I ask you to please take care of yourself. Have a lovely, lovely holiday, whatever it is you may be doing. I am going to be um, doing a rerun next week because I have to be in Minnesota for a... uh, I'm going to be talking about... uh, things in the area of prostate research and um, retinal areas. So I'm going to be back there. Then I will return. Then we're coming back to September. So enjoy your holidays, please. Take care of yourselves and know that you have every possibility of awakening your intuition, awakening your love life, awakening your passion. And you and you alone are the one who makes that decision. Have a good time, good loving, and bye for now. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health our sexual health. Join Lou Paget.